Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's time, it's time for the Draft Dudes Podcast. What's better than this? Your hosts, the Draft Dudes themselves and co-founders of the Draft Network, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino. Guys being dudes on the Draft Dudes Podcast. And it starts now. better than this guys me and dudes here on the draft dudes podcast it's joe marino and kyle krabs we're your host henry johnston still in the producer's chair floating around we're all from the draft network and we're brought to you by bet online the number one spot for all your sports wagering i hope that you enjoyed bet online this past weekend for college football we got another full slate of games coming up the nfl is back this week, so plenty of great opportunities to check it out. And they've got everything. It's not just football. There's Major League Baseball, tennis, golf, esports, combat sports, in-game betting, Vegas casino games. It's all there for you on a super easy-to-navigate website that you can check out on your desktop or your mobile device. We do have a deal for you. Sign up today. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus, but you do need to use our promo code BLEAV50 to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V-5-0. It's bet online, and it's where the game starts. Kyle, as we celebrate the last day that Chris Schubert is gone, I would like to say happy National Cheese Pizza Day to you. Oh, how very touching of us to find a way to rope Chris in even when he's not here. <laughs> Cheese Pizza Day, Labor Day, Mock Draft Monday. What else we got today? Anything? We got uh, uh, LSU Tigers National mm. Train Wreck Day, right? Like mm. Brian Kelly in the mud day where where else do you want to go uh national anthony richardson hello day to you oh yeah more on him in just a minute (laughs) so we do have your second mock draft it's funny a week ago today i felt like you said oh it can't be me again it's my second mock draft before before the start of the regular season well here we are kyle here we are yeah and you know what what's funny is i was talking with henry uh, in the production studio before we got started and it was was like you know, I asked Jamie, this is my second mock before the NFL's played a game. Jamie, what are your suggestions for ways to freshen this up? I was like, well, you could really lean into the week one action or like you could do some trades and stuff like that. I was <laughs> like, let me tell you what we're not doing. We're trades. not doing trades before the start of the regular season because then that's the standard, right? Like anytime you do it for the mock yeah. and the cycle, the first time, like the first time you do two rounds, every time you put a mock out from then on, the expectation is going to have two rounds. I start doing trades in September. I'm going to waste a lot of time this fall coming up with trades for mocks. I can't do it. So, uh, yeah, we we did lean heavily on some week one action. I think there's some things that we can cling to that I have some confidence in. Um, and it, it did not stick to the same script that um, the first mock draft did. As you will see, I believe you are flying blind. Yeah, at this legit. So you have I'm not seen this. Playing along here. I uh, have not seen it. I, I'm guessing you have, um, unless your ghostwriters handled this one for you. But No, they uh, they had the weekend off for Labor Day. So, <laughs> Damn, double whammy. All right. Here I go. Here you go. I know I'm, I'm going to let you shut up, and, right. or I'm going to shut up and let you kind of tell me what pops to you. Okay, okay, okay. I'll go. 
There it is. He got the number two. Yeah, I scrolled past the Texans. All right, I got looking at the first three picks only right now. Um, and yeah, number two, there it is. Uh, QB one. Uh, we spent an entire summer talking about Bryce Young versus CJ Stroud, and here it is, Anthony Richardson, first quarterback off man. the board. Man, uh, I I love it. I love it because it's September, and we saw the flashes last year. We saw a jump against Utah, a tough situation, a very experienced Utah team that's bringing a lot right. back, good physical football team. Anthony Richardson first start with a new coaching staff, a lot of new pieces around him, and, man, did those traits show up. And and I know there's there's going to be listeners to this because I left Anthony Richardson out of my first mock altogether. Mm-hmm. Be like, Kyle, dude, like, Really? That kind of knee-jerk reaction? But for me, and I said it back then, it was like the traits are on the novel. I had him, I had him ranked second highest of anybody in our, my TD 100 ballot. I like Anthony Richardson, but it was the sample size, right? Because this time last year, we're talking about who? Oh, we're, we're talking about Emory Jones after Kyle Trask <laughs> got drafted in the sure. second round, sure. right? And yeah. it's like, yeah, Emory Jones was uh, is somebody who can, can beat you multiple ways, but... Anthony Richardson, it's the traits and how he did it. It's the two-point conversion play that's going to be on highlight reels that showcase the best of college football every single week from here to the end of the season and all the way to the draft. That play in particular really encapsulates kind of like the special skills that Anthony Richardson does. And I say that in the commentary. If Anthony Richardson plays to the standard that he set this weekend against a very good Utah defense, I have a hard time believing the NFL will showcase any level of restraint with his evaluation. And they shouldn't. If that's true, then they shouldn't, because this is a guy with all the stuff, man. Um, fun, right? I, I went into the the evening slate of games like, all right, Ohio State, Notre Dame. I'll have Florida and Utah on the second screen. And then, like, it didn't take long for Utah and Florida to be the game I couldn't get take my eyes off of. Can I can I acknowledge this too here because I'm sure there were some Texans fans that'll be like I don't want to say disappointed that you got Will Anderson and <clears throat> didn't get a super toolsy quarterback but uh the argument that I made was uh Houston has the luxury of time right they just traded Deshaun Watson they brought a new GM in in Nick Casario to and, and everybody kind of understands when you trade a player who's a franchise quarterback, like it's going to take time. It's a new head coach. The roster is devoid of talent. Everybody kind of knows what the deal is with Houston and they load up on all these draft picks. Whereas Atlanta is entering into year three with Arthur Smith. And if they regress from a seven win team to a team that has the number two overall pick after trading Matt Ryan, you can bet your bottom dollar. There's going to be a little bit of pressure there for them to turn the corner and start to fire things up. So that for me was the thought process on I want to avoid putting Anthony Richardson in a Justin Fields in Chicago situation by drafting him to Houston, but Atlanta might not have that choice based on where they are with their hierarchy and brain trust. I've allowed myself to scroll down to pick six, and I see that four of our first six picks are quarterbacks. So yes, they are. It's fun to just think about that in comparison to last year where if we – Mocked the quarterback. It was a stretch. Um, Kenny Pickett, a, a good example of what you were talking about earlier. Not a player we were talking about as a first round guy. He was the only first round quarterback last year, and we got some guys here. and And look, I think there's uh, 
I think it's easy to look at the one game sample size that existed and really start to have like knee jerk reactions, but it's going to play out, man. The, the, the season's going to play out. We're going to know who the cream of the crop is. And we get, we get Will Levis versus uh, Anthony Richardson this Saturday, which is appointment television. But uh, let me ask you this. You've got, you got four quarterbacks in the top six, the giants, Panthers, Seahawks, and, and Falcons all get a new direction at quarterback, which pair, which uh, assume this, the, coaching staffs and stuff are the same which which uh marriage here do you like the most uh i like levis with the giants a lot and i like richardson with the falcons i mean you think about arthur smith quarterbacks and uh how they like to to run the ball and and have somebody to move the pocket and anthony richardson with like all the souped up traits that he has as a different level to to the quarterback position. Um I like those two for the toolsy guys. And I'm I I mean I I generally like all of them. I probably like Bryce to Carolina the the least, but that's one of those if they sit here and they're in a position mm-hmm. to get one and they end up picking six, they're they're gonna swing. You just know they're gonna swing. I saw that saw that in the analysis there. Like if Carolina's Picking six, and a quarterback is there that deserves to be a, a picked in that range. There's no way they can do this again, right? Like, maybe Baker Mayfield's going to be the answer. They're going to, you know, challenge for the playoffs. All I the hope time. he is. I, by trust the way. me, I do too. I hope he is. I do is. too. I'd like my, for my wife to be happy, but um, yeah. So that's fun. Uh, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and uh, make a bet with myself. I don't think there's going to be any more quarterbacks the rest of the way, and we're through pick six. So we'll find out. Uh, Let me scroll down one. Jacksonville, I see at number seven. This is always a really fascinating team for me. I went Michael Mayer a couple – was it? I don't remember, a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to learn right now who you pick for the Jaguars. Ooh, I should have known. Jalen Carr. Defense attack. The path – Poor Jalen Carr. The path there is Chicago has to fix their offensive line. Will Anderson and four quarterbacks. Then if you're pick seven, you get Jalen Carter. Yes. What a steal, huh? Insane. Yeah. And I say that in the analysis, too. I'm like, poor Jalen Carter. All he did was disassemble everybody. He undressed everybody on the Oregon offensive line, and he fell from two to seven playing one football game, which he destroyed just because it was it's the alignment of the needs of the teams in front. And Jacksonville obviously has the, uh, the, the young quarterback there in Trevor Lawrence, and you'd like to think with the supporting staff that they spend a lot of money on, they'll get that thing pushing in the right direction at least. But, hey, how about that Georgia – well again you know Travon Walker uh, Jalen Carter you start to get pretty excited about what that front looks like and and what Jalen Carter can be inside for Jacksonville having to face all those run heavy offenses those DBs like the actual Georgia game against Oregon like that freshman Starks I mean what an insane interception right uh, was it Chris Smith is he the safety he was phenomenal in the game right Mm mm-hmm Right, it's like uh, just another year, just different names, but insanely talented football players that, man, it's like, here's what I'll say, and I had this conversation with my brother. We're we're pretty much just, you could push fast forward and you're going to get Georgia and Alabama. Like, you know what teams are going to be there in the end. But I did feel like the rest of college football was really competitive, right? Like, you're going to watch a quarter and a half of Georgia and Alabama, move on with your day and get back to the other games, which are actually pretty good. Right. Uh, I hope that uh, you watched college football this weekend and you had a Sonos Ray soundbar because if you didn't, then you missed out on the ultimate viewing opportunity. 
You can experience TV, music, podcasts, and games like never before with the Sonos Ray. This new compact and easy-to-use soundbar puts you at the center of all your entertainment with clear, crisp dialogue and perfectly balanced bass. Just plug in the power cable, connect to your TV, and get set up in the Sonos app within minutes. Before you know it, you're going to have blockbuster sound and streamlined control of content from all your favorite services. Visit Sonos.com to shop for the Ray now. All right, I guess I should get outside of the top ten here, huh? Man. Go and see what you mean. You might be surprised by another pick before you get outside the top ten. I just 10. feel like all of these picks in the top ten, like, just legit good players. I, I don't feel like any of this was forced. Like, I feel like the values were good. Um, Maybe position-wise, the Washington pick here of, of Michael Mayer is a little surprising, but they're another weird team in terms of their needs and what the team can be. It's like you, that's one of the teams you just kind of have to let it play out. And uh, I, I don't think right. I'm ever not going to like a team that gets Michael Mayer because I, I think he's a stud. Well, and the thought process for Washington was Logan Thomas was great in what, 2020? ACL. But he's caught 18 yeah. passes. He's caught 18 passes more than once or once in his entire career. One season with more than 18 receptions. And uh, you can transition away with $3.5 million in dead cap this offseason. So to transition into a player that I think you can actually consistently run volume through and is has, you know, you talk about the 10,000 reps thing, right? You know, is, is Logan Thomas at this stage in his career, is he still probably behind Michael Mayer and reps yeah, at playing the tight end yeah. position? So, like, for me, it was an upgrade opportunity to actually get, if Carson Wentz is going to work out when he was good in Philly, he was throwing a tight ends, right? So, they, I mean, they're obviously not in the quarterback strike zone right now. Uh, so that that was I don't want to let a good player fall too far when I can pretty easily justify the transition away. So we start is a little receiver run happening here twelve thirteen, uh, sixteen. I haven't gotten that far yet. So is the next one. Yeah, I'm just letting you know. So it is a little mini receiver run. Which is what was the draft like? That was it the Devonta Smith draft where like nobody went. No, 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 no. It was the. Um, the 19 draft, I think. They're like a, a receiver run starts. Because I was wrong about it. Devonta Smith was yeah. chasing Waddle, right? Was 2020. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. I think it was the year before that. So here they here they come. I And, and I wonder, I think that's kind of like an early storyline for me when I just look at this landscape. There's good receivers, but the needs of the teams that are going to pick higher probably inevitably push them down a little bit. That's why New England at 12 gets their choice, right? Like, and, and Houston, we'll see with, I mean, Kayshawn Butte is an interesting pick. We, there's sounds like there's some things we got to learn about Kayshawn Butte and LSU and all that right now. Kind of a weird situation. Well, I, I think we, we know plenty, right? We don't know how the story is going to end, but we know plenty. And, um, this very ugly offensive performance for LSU against Florida State. Got a pick I like. Caught, caught a reaction out of me. 16. You, you told me it was a receiver. Tennessee with Jordan Addison. I think that's exactly stylistically the type of weapon that they need to add here. You know, they got uh, Robert Woods, a cerebral, crafty receiver. Traylon Burks is your possession guy. Wait, who's the yak guy? Who's the take the roof off the top? It's Jordan Addison. I think that's a, a great way to kind of balance out that group. 
and let me ask you this, like who there, obviously a healthy Robert Woods, but we, we he's coming off a major injury and he's getting a little mm-hmm. older now who can separate mm-hmm. in the skill, in the skill Kyle, group for Tennessee. Who, like who's the guy who creates separation? <laughs> never played it down in the end of Kyle play, Phillips. Right. 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 But that's the name that you point to. You're like, well, well, that's that type of player. Like, come on now. I think we, we, we can all agree that there's some room for improvement there for Tennessee and, uh, Addison and that style of play to just complement what they brought in, like you said, with Traylon Burks was just too good for me. How easy would pick, how was pick eighteen for you? Yeah, it's it's going to be a popular spot for interior Players. anything, yep. right? Yes, uh, they they draft Andrew Voorhees, the offensive guard from uh, Las uh, from USC uh, to the Raiders, and you put Voorhees next to Colt Miller, and you put Parham at center, and like suddenly you at least have um, a young core and nucleus that you feel good about where right now it's, it's kind of a smorgasbord of replacement level players and then a rookie in Dylan Parham. So on the interior. So um, yeah, that, that was very much a stylistic fit, especially when you consider Josh McDaniels there and, and what new England had been for a really long time. And uh, that one was, was pretty black and white for me, black and gray, I guess. Silver and black. I like this Foskey pick for the Colts. That feels very Coltsy to me. Um, good scheme fit, good personality fit, local. I did not realize that Yannick Ngakwe was an expiring contract. That's a really nice insert there, in my opinion. And every other every other edge that they have is not this body type, right? So I think having somebody like this can really help you on any given week to make sure that your rush stays balanced. And Foskey, and he's he's probably a little bigger than Yannick is, but at the same time, the way that he hunts off the edge, like you can see some flashes of like the ball hawking ability and the speed rush. And uh, yeah, I, I think that's an excellent. I don't want to say parallel move, yeah. but more long term fit. For sometimes you just reset the money. I mean, get younger and reset the money. Like that's a, a good team building right. strategy. Sometimes I see what you did at twenty two, Kyle. Bless you. B. John Robinson to the Eagles. So here's the thing. I know uh, the Eagles pick Trenton Simpson and B. John mm-hmm. Robinson with their two first round picks. You know, and I know those aren't very Howie Roseman type selections, right? They historically have not really coveted linebacker all that much. They just draft into Kobe Dean. But if you're picking in this range, you're a playoff team again. They're picking at 22. And if you're a playoff team again this year, Jalen Hurts probably took a step forward. You're not going to be in the strike zone unless you go all the way in and give up, what, probably three ones, a couple players, some day two picks. Like, think the Carson Wentz trade, but more, right? To go get a young quarterback with the way that the board fell here. So if you're not going to do that, you have two options. You either get the heck out of Dodge and trade out and kick the can down the road again, or you say, hey, you know what? Let's actually build this damn thing up. And you got B. John Robinson with Jalen Hurts. Like, I understand Miles Sanders has been productive at times, but I think that's an upgrade opportunity, and you're getting an elite prospect at 22 just based off positional value at an area that's a position of need for you. And now you really create some headaches, I think, with what your backfield can do in the run game. 
uh, that that has me pretty excited for Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts and kind of kind of in the same way and in the same light that we saw the Dolphins this year push their chips in for Tua. Like the Eagles kind of did that with AJ Brown and and investing in some future offensive linemen, but like this is kind of like the triple down. And I like it for Philly based on the way the board fell. You brought up something a, a few weeks ago on the podcast when we were doing a, one of these episodes and, and something, what is it like the back eight picks are always the most interesting, right? We got to come up with like a, right. like a, a phrase for that um, because they, they are like you, you kind of have some combination and mixture of the players that you kind of expect to see with that first 75%, but that back 25% is where, it's a bit, a little bit right. of the wild, wild west. And so as I now scroll to pick 24 and I start to look at this chunk of picks, uh, let me tell you the one that I like here, 26, Nolan Smith, edge Georgia to Green Bay. And I, I'll be honest with you, I liked it before I was reminded that Devontae Wyatt and Quay Walker, <laughs> they weren't a, were there a couple of their – just keep – you want to have a good NFL, uh, NFL yeah. defense, just keep plucking them from Georgia. You're, you're yeah, going to be in good shape. but. Georgia. Yeah, I like that scheme fit because I think he can kind of be a um, a hybrid type player for them where they can use his athleticism. They can obviously take advantage of what he offers as an edge setter. And I, I think that they've just done such a good job of being a gap control defense, but also getting some really dynamic athletes for their front seven. And Nolan Smith kind of falls right mm-hmm. in line with that. Yeah, it was looking at the board and seeing what depth they do and don't have behind Preston Smith and Rayshon Gary and was like, yeah, man, like getting a third guy to put into this rotation, especially one who's yeah. as versatile as Nolan Smith is. Was, 27. Was are you kidding? Broderick Jones, the Georgia tackle. This might, this might not be a, a, an acceptable range for him. To, what, what did to I the say? chargers. To oh, the I didn't chargers. say anything. You, you didn't say anything. I'm just letting everybody know who we got. <laughs> Thank drafted you. This is an audio uh, platform. So we've, probably should make those things known. I don't know how much longer it will be acceptable for Broderick Jones to be available in this range, but I think finding an answer like this for the chargers at tackle is going to be important because like, I feel like they're so solid, but then there's so like, it's, it's like they always have like three or four spots recently. Okay. And then there's like one Achilles heel. And I do think another, they just need another body as much as they've invested there with, Slater and Zion Johnson and free agent money for Filer, like they still need more, and, and this would be a great missing links. Corey right, Lindsley at center. You just uh, uh, Trey Pipkins no. is is not a should should not be a starter on a Super Bowl Achilles heel, roster. yeah, right. So yeah, Broderick Jones sprinted that card in as well. There were a couple more sprint the card ends here as we got through the bottom four picks that you have yeah, not. Let looked me scroll at down. Brian Branch is a good football player. Like that to the Lions. Some a really good scheme fit here for the Bucks. Joey Porter Jr., the corner from Penn State. I can absolutely get behind. That was that was the other big week one reaction player that got placed high, right? Porter wasn't in the first mock. Anthony Richardson wasn't in the first mock. Those were the two kind of knee-jerk. Hey, these dudes balled out in a big way. And Porter, six passes defensed <laughs> right. in week one against Purdue, right? And it, it's all back to length. And Carlton Davis, Zion McCollum, Jamel Dean, Murphy, they love length, all along. right? Right. And uh, Todd Bowles, you know, if you're a long corner, Todd Bowles is going to have – he's going to be like the cartoon wolf 
uh, at the the table at the nightclub where like he's mm. his jaws on the floor and his eyeballs like pop out of his head yeah, looking at the it. lady in the red dress. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it's from, but um, he's just gonna lose his mind over you. Joey Porter is the longest quarter I've ever seen. Right, like he's super, super long. And Carlton Davis and Zion McConnell, the only mm. corners under contract oh, wow. beyond this year. Yep, that's a big need. So through that perspective, I'm sitting here looking at the fit. I'm sitting here looking at the trends that they like to bet on. I'm looking at Porter in week one, very productive. And I'm saying, yeah, I think there's there's enough here that that, that would be a pretty cut and dry decision based on the way the corner board fell where Christian Gonzalez just came off the board in front of him at, at 29 and uh, Porter's next man up. At this court. Bills pick, Henry Toa, Toa, linebacker, Alabama. I feel like with the Bills, it's it's a like the the Bucks have that I think glaring like a big flush of of contracts at one spot. With the Bills, you just you what you have to do when you're mocking for them is play this game. Okay, of Dawson Knox, of Roger Saffold, of Tremaine Edmonds, of Jordan Poyer. Who's not back? Okay, pick one and just pick whatever good right. draft value makes sense for one of those spots. Well. Good strategy. I, I like they that. can't keep all those players. Oh, by the way, Devin Singletary starting running back also at free agent. So that's going to be a big thing to sort out. Um, we got to mention the Dolphins pick here, Antonio Johnson. Yeah, I guess you're going with the uh, kind of the hybrid nickel can play some safety. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like the Eric Rowe role. Eric Rowe's an expiring contract and Nick Needham's on the, um, he got, he got a tender this year, an original round tender mm -hmm. for an RFA. So he got it's like three point nine million that he's playing he's on this year, but it's year. a one year deal, yeah. right? Need him in the same way that uh, Levi Wallace kind of developed as a player in a system and worked his way up, and then is, is probably going to be in a position to get paid somewhere else, which he signed in Pittsburgh this offseason after coming up in Buffalo. Like I see that for Nick Needham. And so both Eric Rowe and Nick Needham being expiring contracts, I think Antonio Johnson can mm. take both of their roles and play like. it with one player. And that's that's attractive, right? Because you said like, you get a chance to reset the money. Needham's probably going to get mm -hmm. yeah, seven, yeah. eight yeah, million dollars deal, a year next year. Deal the Taron Johnson deal. He's going to fall in line there. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, that's um, – that's not an enviable spot, enviable spot for the Dolphins to, to be, so they're going to have to plan accordingly for that. So uh, it was between Antonio Johnson or uh, mm. Broderick Jones, and I'm, I'm going to play wait and see to see how the offensive line. There's a lot of youth there on that line. See how they develop this year before I. Good go news, all the Kyle. Way to that there pass. will be what is it? There'll be four or five weeks of uh, NFL football in the books by the next time you have to do this again. Right? Yeah, it'll be a lot easier. It'll be a lot easier, and the Super Bowl odds yeah. will have changed based on the starts of the season. So the 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 order will not be like, oh yeah, um, yeah, the three and four flipped, and that's it, right? Like that that's really the extent of the changes. But we hope you guys enjoyed today's discussion through my second mock draft already of the season. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, great Henry job, Henry Johnson. Thanks for friends over at yeah Henry knocked it out of the park today. He absolutely crushed it. Uh, thanks for friends over at Bet Online for their continued support of the show. We hope you guys have a great rest of your Monday, and we'll talk with you all again tomorrow. Thanks for being here for another episode of the Draft Dudes Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you are at it, help the dudes out by leaving a rating and review. Want more? Head over to www.thedraftnetwork.com. Or follow us at The Draft Network on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube.
thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.